Mellow D, how's it going? Hey, Craig, what's going on, man? Not much. Thanks for joining me tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm I'm up in Maine near Bangor. Where are you at right now? No, uh, South Shore, Massachusetts, uh, a town called Rockland, just south of Boston. Is that where you're from? Yeah. Uh, my whole life, uh, either. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was born in Virginia, but I moved up uh, up north uh, before I was even one years old. So I'm uh, a South Shore, South Shore, Massachusetts. Head. Yep. So growing up, um, do you remember like how you first got in, into hip hop? Like what made you first decide to start creating music and everything? Uh, growing up, uh, my father was he was in a bunch of bands uh, growing up around like, uh, my life. I mean, PA's blasting in the middle of the night. Um, and he's just like, he, he took me to all his studio rooms to practice things. So I was around music, music equipment. Uh, I mean, kind of like in my blood, my mother, the same way. That's how they met. My mother, she went to one of the shows getting me. So I was in the music. Uh, um, the music, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it was awesome though because I mean, I got to learn about uh, how audio equipment pieces work at a very early age. I was just messing around with it all the time. Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty lucky for for what you're into. So, were, did you learn how to play any other instruments before getting into hip hop? Really? Yeah. So, um, school. Elementary and I up it, um, and I wanted to keep playing. I mean, it wasn't really like I loved playing trumpet. I just loved. I was so young that I kind of just picked trumpet, really loud. I thought it was cool. So, I mean, it that taught me a lot about music theory, math, everything, everything that has to do with music. Really got in a really early age through playing the trumpet as well as you know um being around my father and everything but yeah like high school i didn't really want to do the whole marching band thing so like i just quit that um wow so you played it for for like a few years yeah yeah um fourth grade to eighth grade grade wow, seventh. So you, so you really know how to read music then yeah 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 i mean i i haven't picked up anything I mean, I can still read sheet music. I don't know about people. More complicated. But, I mean, if I was to pick up a trumpet right now, I could probably rock a C scale, man. I mean, it's just kind of like embedded. embedded you know, doing it for That's cool. So, do you have any idea what age you you started um, making tracks? Like, do you remember your first song you ever put out? Not, not first song. So, it all started out with the hip-hop thing um i started with i got turntables uh i was djing a bunch of local local house parties and whatnot um i'd bring my dad's music equipment and my turntable 
then, so there was no Serato or anything like right. that. So I was lugging, um, I mean, just crates and, and crates of, of records to people's houses, you know, setting up and rocking it. And I had a great time doing that. And then it's like, you know what? Like, I, I want to start creating it um, myself, which I, which I, it wasn't anything serious. It was, um, it was like me just messing around. I'd play like Wu-Tang instrumentals um and rap you know press record on a boom box up against the speaker and just be like rapping lyrics and i started being i started writing poetry at a really young age so i started incorporating all my poetry with the beats and i was like hey i can really do this um so i sold my turntables after a while and ended up getting my first piece of recording gear which is a i think a taz can Task my track uh, recorded, so I rocked the hell out of it. But it was like, it was so processed because I still turntable, but it was really old. So I was using, um, I was pretty much like taking a beat from a record and recording that, and then been over. It. So I was making my own loops throughout like the track. So it'd be like four minutes of me just like. Start and stop and start and stop and recording another track uh, with eight bar drum loop or whatnot, you know. And then, um, so I was doing that for a while. Um, I, the people in my high school that was really into hip hop uh, and uh, really close, and I was recording just to have people over my house all the time, just recording, making little demos on tapes. Um, CDs ended up coming on. I'm showing. Age right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm 42, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like it was it was crazy and uh the experience because I mean the people over they're like blown because like back then you couldn't you could if you had your music on a CD it's like either knew somebody that knew what they were doing or what you were doing and uh people looked at that like. Holy crap, man! Like you got, yeah, a CD, man. Like yeah, you know, and like so that. I mean, first tapes. Um, I mean, I won't go through the laundry list of equipment I got. Actually, ended up going to. See. I was making calls with a bunch of people from my town. Uh, like four of those, I'd, I'd say, started um, maybe thirteen, fifteen around there 13 maybe yeah yeah so when you really like getting recording cat and trying to make some uh some real music myself were some of these guys you were working with part of headshots oh so that came um a later on um uh, that was after i went after I graduated college, it was in 2000, I'd say like 2006, 7, 2007 is when I met Hedge and ended up joining. That they already had uh, the four members in, they added me as oh, a okay. fifth member. Yep. Yep. So um, in, in your high school, was there anyone else that was um, like rapping at all or making beats or, or performing really that, that – um, was making a name for themselves? No, uh, no, no. You know what? There was, I knew them. They were probably like 
four or five years older than me, but I remember seeing um, fly telephone poles, disabled the telephone poles of these dudes. I, I can't even remember their name or what they look like, but I remember those two dudes um, on flyers throughout the town, and I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing, man. I was just that, that I want to do that. I want to be those people on the damn telephone pole, man. So, so it's like it. I mean, I, I, first show, the first show I did was actually at my high school senior year. It was um, I think a '94 five dance, and mm. we were in the school that actually was making hip hop music. There wasn't even really a lot of people in the school that was listening to hip um. It, it was uh, it was alternative crazy during those days. so a, a lot of yeah. people weren't really into hip hop I mean I could it's probably my lunch table was like the only amount of actually listening to hip hop in my high school I mean towards my senior year is when they started catching on other people it, it, like, it became a lot more mainstream I think we started to yeah, I feel like 97 really is when everything started to blow up a lot. Yeah. Like when, you when got Biggie it. died That's... and like Puffy came out with a lot of stuff and Mace. Uh, I feel the same. I think you're right yeah, with that, man. Yeah, I grew up in New Graduated Hampshire. 2000, so that would be that about right. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I grew up in New Hampshire and like uh, in, in 99 I graduated and like it was the same thing in my town. Like um, there was a handful of us that were really into hip hop and then everyone else was either into punk music or alternative. Yep. And then all of a sudden after 97, really everyone in the school was, is, was into mainstream rap music. Did, did you it, fail? Like, did you overnight. fail some type of way? <laughs> yeah. It was really strange. Cause there was times where I'd be like, man, I wish everyone liked this music that we're into. And then everyone did. And you know, it really wasn't as great. So I asked, did you feel some some, some type of way, man? Because I remember I'm pointing, I'm like, cuss on this, on this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, because yep. I, I cuss a lot. I'm trying to do right now, man. Um, oh, you still bad? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so so all the people that pretty much rid me throughout my high school, I to listen to the shit that <laughs> they right. make me for and i'm kind of like i like can't even listen now i don't want to listen to that now but and that's mm-hmm. part of the the big sound uh the own the grit of hip-hop um the creativity uh, music in general creative but there was a different different type of creativity with hip-hop uh something nothing shit that i really loved man and, and it just um I'm, I was just like, it, it, I felt like I owned it. I mean, like, yeah, like nobody is this. Like, this, I'm, I'm different too, you know? I'm listening to hip hop. And so when everybody started listening to it, I'm kind of like, you can't have that. Like, that's, that's art. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And now look at it now, like, you know, it's, it's insane. Right. So um, you were making beats for a while. Were you kind of making a name for yourself and then Headshots kind of reached out to you? Yeah, so that that was um so there's this MC um named Cavallo um that he he was coming over to record um 
at the crib at the house house he ended up bring Teb on one of his tracks. Um, so me and La Teb just kind of kicked it. So there was a point where La Teb started coming himself and bringing, you know, his boy ended up being all headshots. Um, we just clicked, man. We linked up. We just started recording tracks and it was sounding great, you know. And um, you know, they pulled me aside and said, "Hey, like you want to you want to join the movement, man?" And and they were all good people, mad talented. So I was like, "Hell yeah, man! Why why not?" You know. And um, that's when we started our first our first album, uh, "Nuts on the Table." Yeah. So, but yep. you put out you put out an album the year before, right? In two thousand six. Yeah. You put out weapons of mass destruction. I put out another uh, CD in two thousand and five as well. Uh, called street credit that's like the first that really um solidified me in my area mainly mainly rockland and and auto rocking cats and that's when i was reaching out to you know branching out to different people outside of my town i had a, um a lot more confident and i had a, finally had a damn computer with software and um could actually get shit done so so I did that uh, five in 2006. Weapons of Mass Destruction ended up coming out with. Um, I put that online maybe like two years. You had people asking me that, like that from you know what I mean. I need to listen to that. I need to, so I was like, "Eff it, man! I'm just gonna put it online." It's not like I'm crazy obsessed the quality of. But it actually is not that bad for something I did in 2006. Yeah, it's a long time ago now. The time really flies by. Yep, long time. Um, so have the same people always been in headshots, or did like it, people come and go from from the group ever? Uh, no. So the same since I've been in the group um, has been the same throughout. I know there was a member before me that they ended up um, kicking out the for now that I think he was just and is that he was just a liar and line stepper <laughs> so they just got rid of him and uh it's been it's been uh, the same group of people since then yep dude it looks like you guys banged out four albums in a row yeah, so we had um uh five, yeah, five albums so okay albums. we had uh yeah not able uh the Vic album but um a producer Mateo gets to Mateo gets um that album together and did the uh, hedge self-titled album and then and circus of the freaks with um a talented producer uh junior Machno. so are you guys still working together we still are trying to put out this, more uh, stuff yeah, no, we are together. Um, a, you know, a lot. I mean, a lot of people. Everybody's a solo. Um, they're going on. Oh, so it's it's written. You know, older now. You know, um, yeah. Time is a since man, and, and a lot of us don't have luxury to get before. And um, and many people got their needs to do the solo material as well. So, you know, we, we let that, let that breathe, you know, and, um, a lot of, 
you know, put out their solo projects in between then. And picking at a headshot album probably for like the last four years. And we've been, I know it sounds crazy. Like it's, it's just, it is what it is at this point. And we are going to complete it. Um, we just songs, um, getting mixed. We have half of the album mixed already. We just want to write because it's been so long. You know, we dropped an album as a collective. So make sure we, we hit it, you know, hit it right. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, like, um, I wasn't sure if I had heard of headshots before, but like doing the research for this interview, I I've definitely seen, seen the flyers around, you know, for the shows and, yeah. and uh, I've definitely played some of the music on my, on my other show, the graveyard shift um, that I do every Saturday night. Yeah. I appreciate and I, that. Man. I, I know a lot of the people in the group, you know, and um, so it's just crazy how there, there's so many artists out of Massachusetts and new England in general, you know, like, mm-hmm. Like the more people I interview, I just it's like I dig deeper with a lot of uh, the scene in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's big, man, and, and a lot of people, you know, they like to. I don't know how Boston hip. Um, there's no unity I, I, for years, and I I really don't see it at all. It, it, I mean, from my perspective, it, it is. Cool kind of man you know and yeah it seems like everyone works together a lot he's working together man and and, you know i've I've never really seen otherwise but then again and i'm in the south shore so i can't speak on what happens in the city um i can tell you you know surroundings and whatnot i mean we link up everybody knows each other man it's like um and especially shows shows people see their shows all I'm like, and it's just you know we link up, and uh, for the most part, everybody's mad cool and everybody's talented, man. Uh, it's, it's huge if you think about it. Like you were saying, man, I, you know, it's just a lot of people that that really work in. Um, if it's about somebody else that you know, if they like, I can almost guarantee like they know each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or I've probably worked together too. Yeah. So, um, was there anyone from the Boston scene really that was a huge influence on you? You think? Yeah, I mean, um, high school, I listened to not at night, like religiously. That's that's yeah. my tapes and actual mixtape. You know what I mean? And like, uh, I would say definitely and esoteric. Um, hearing them on the radio, and then saying, you know, they, those at Middle East, I had no idea what the Middle East was, but I was, like, I want to play that place, Middle East. That's all I keep hearing the Middle East, and the Middle East ended up being like our freaking second home. Mm. Uh, the headshot performed there so many times, and um, other than Seven L, Seven L, Esoteric, um. Like NBA man, um, uh, shit. I mean, uh, uh, Rex, um, yeah, the whole you know, acrobatic Mr. Lift, all them cats, man, all, all 
Boston Cats look up to all of them. It's crazy how when you think back on like even just going to a show 15 or 20 years ago at the Middle East, like you would see all those people you just named pretty much, you know, whether they were performing or not, like everyone was just there all the time. Are there any any memorable shows from there that really stand out in your mind, whether it was one that you were performing at or just one you attended? Oh man. Um, for the middle East specifically, um, it just in mind when you asked that it, the first one was um we did a show opening up from bone thugs and harmony and it was just like it was just like a kid man like i was just down screaming you know what i mean we had like it, it was it was an odd moment at middle east because like oh the upstairs not the upstairs bar but the the downstairs venue, when you go up like the four stairs on the left to the second bar, that whole area, like we locked down, man, and like nobody gave shit about anything that night. I have no idea why. Everybody was just burning L's, man, like doing whatever. Like it was crazy. People were just smoking butts and shit. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, sorry, Leeds. I didn't I didn't smoke no butts. <laughs> but he's like, but it, but it was crazy. And I think it's just like the energy. Um, a bone thug. I mean, we were all. There's a lot of people we opened up for that. You know, we were we were all growing up and everything. But that was one of them that stood out to me. It was just such a great time, man. It, it just all smiles all night, man. It was just a. It's just an amazing show. Um, I probably have to say was um, like the fair. I don't know if it was the first played there this was years years and years ago um we opened up for mop and it was a sold out show and it was just like maybe a couple times where you just like heads all the way to the back door like just yeah. full and it was just like that was just a crazy experience you usually see you see the group of people up front probably halfway of the floor up like a people that actually like fans flipping out but this time it was like an entire like just seeing people on the floor man going ape shit and uh that was another one that definitely stood out yeah just just the way you described that um two shows popped to mind for me is uh brother ali was okay. super packed there and the first Starface release party was crazy oh uh, yeah I, don't, I think i might have went to that one i don't think we performed but um i might have been in attendance that one yeah so, um, let's see. So, how did you, uh, what made you decide to do an album with G Fan Black? Was that his idea or, or what happened with that? Um, it was both of us, man. I mean, he approached me, um, approached him first. No, he approached me, I think. <laughs> I think he asked for beats. He was asking, and then, um, like this cat is insane. He just, he just keeps dropping shit. I've never seen someone. Drops. I was gonna say he puts out like a new album every week. It seems like, man. So I'm just like, holy shit! I was like, hell yeah, man. You know, let's work. And I was like, actually, you know what? I have this um, this album next week was actually the first track I recorded with G Fam on it. Um, so I was like, hey, I'm working on this album. Um, I think you'd sound great on this. Track. 
second. So that ended up happening. Um, after that, he's kind of like, yo, like, you want to do it? Let's do this. And um, I was, I was all man, because he, he's got a crazy work ethic uh, that to pump out that much. So, pretty yeah, amazing. did he just, like, have the quickest turnaround rate? Never had that in my entire life. Ever. Yeah, ever. Dude, it, I mean, it was like, I sat on the beats and he's just like, I'm like still trying to figure out what's going to sound cohesive in this album. And, and he's sending verses for like three beats. I sent them like two days ago, man. And like, all done, you know? And I'm like, holy shit. So it was the first time where I had to really play, like play catch up. Oh shit. Like this dude's like on my ass. I was right. like, all right, like let's do this. So, I mean, it's, it's matching energy too. He was, you know, really excited do this project so it got me really excited to do it and uh yeah and it came to fruition man and and it, and it came out really dope I'm, I'm really proud of that one so were you pretty busy making music during the pandemic would you say like more than usual um not exactly more than usual um yeah i would say more than usual that right before started is when i started uh, noises album uh well, i was getting back in the groove of things because i haven't done anything solo in so long it's always it's you know uh, doing a lot of shows recording um to interview shit like that like we were you know i was i was all about headshots and I mean, I still am. It's not like I'm not, but I'm saying I was like, this is time that you know I get back to a little bit because that's that's where I started out making conversations and working with different MCs and um, musicians and just like, you know what, I need that in my life again, and that's what sparked um, uh, noises. Yeah. So, um, did did you just finish the project? Like, did it take did it take the whole two years? Uh, yeah, uh, that's, it's part of the reason why I called the album Loud Noises, um, no excuses or anything down in my life, uh, yeah. those years, so it kept getting put on the back burner, and grab it, you know, work more, burner, work more, back burner, Till I just said, I really need to get this done. It was kind of driving me crazy. So I was like, you know what? I was like, that album for the name is Loud Noises. I feel like that's that's what was going on in my head while creating this album, but it ended up turning out so beautiful to me. Yeah. So did you already drop a single off of it? I thought I saw a song no. that might be from it. No. no? So I, I don't I don't think I'm going to. I, I dropping any single for it i kind of just i honestly wasn't even going to tell anybody that it was coming out and i was just going to drop it on people's heads but i was like all right you know, give you know give people a little heads up and and um so i got i just want to i want to give the whole the whole album experience once that's a good move or a bad move i don't really care this is the way i want to present people to run through it not hearing anything oh just to be like oh okay like fucking that's what's up yep so do you have a favorite song on the album um 
you know, there's different, a lot of different vibes going on in the album. So really have a favorite. Uh, I'm ready to punch a wall. Then I'd, if I'm ready to chill out, I'd pick another favorite. You know what I mean? So I know it's a dumb answer to your question. No, no, it's fine. I honestly don't. Um, I was going to say maybe the last track is the first one that came to my head. If I was to uh, pick one, it's it's a, it's because Headshots fresh track by me. So a lot of the ones we've been doing for the for the new album, um, I think probably the newest track is probably still like a year old, you know? So that to me kind of like reflames you know, the fireman and um I'm so fucking correct on it. I'm like, holy shit. And, and you know, and and I I'm used to INF man. Like I, I just have this vision of how sound over my beats before they give me the verse. And he kind of blew me the fuck away because he did some double time shit on it not really used to with the INF so I was just kind of like floored man and not just from INF neither um slant lateb too man like everybody came correct and everything just matched like perfectly and I haven't written in years man I've, I've been crazy into producing and uh mixing and mastering trying to you know study you know up, up my level on my crafts there so I put down the pen and pad for a while and uh, cause I wasn't really motivated to to do any of that. And I, I still haven't been, but that track just like motivated me to write and record a chorus for it for the first time in a long time. So that, that track's definitely special. Yeah. I noticed um, on some of your albums, you, you rap a little bit and um, some of them you don't at all. So I was curious about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I started off with really being an MC. Um, that was my thing. This big and famous MC. And throughout the years, I mean, back then there wasn't anybody you could, it's anything like it is now. You know the deal, man. It, yeah. it was hard to find people that A, knew what they were doing and B, was talented at what they knew they were So I I mean, I had to teach myself like every pretty much, man. So it kind of overloaded me, but I'm like, nah, that like, that's you know, well founded throughout the years. I've taught myself to, hey, like, nobody's going to record me. I need to record. Like, no, I got nobody to make me beats. I'm going to make some beats. And then I ended up in love with, with beat making. And at this point, like, that's, that's what makes me the most happy, man, is when I, I send an MC a beat and he just loses his shit and it's the greatest feeling. Yeah, it's funny you said that about like not not knowing other people making music because I remember like I remember when like in the late nineties there was like you could count how many people rapped or made music yep. in New Hampshire. Or and I'm sure it was like that in Massachusetts too, not to as much yeah. of an extent, but I mean no question. I remember when, like, there was just you know a small handful of legends that everyone knew about. Absolutely, and I mean it was. It was it's crazy how far it's come. How it, in like twenty years, like, or twenty five years, maybe like there's no one rapping in these states, and then all of a sudden, like, everyone you meet raps or or is a producer. 
it's crazy now. Like it's, I feel like back then it was, it was more special that you had those those gifts, you know, because you really had to spend some money to get things done. You know, it wasn't like you do it like whenever you wanted to to invest money in equipment and um, that shit cost man and now you literally can just get a free program stop making beats man it's really easy it's not a bad thing you know it's not bad yeah. at all but i think that's why it's so saturated because it's everything i mean everything's at your fingertips right now you can do yeah, anything you, you know what though i've been saying for a while like i i feel like the best the best music really in hip hop mostly comes out of New England in the last 15 years, in my opinion, you know, because since yeah. New York kind of fell off for a while. It's the same, man. And, and it sounds, you know, biased because this is where I'm from. Um, but honestly, man, like, I don't, I feel very detached from mainstream music. Um, I've been for years. I just, I just can't relate to a lot of all types all types of music all types of hip-hop music i like the vibes that give a different um yeah me other than maybe like i love the griselda movement you know because that brought me back i'm like yeah motherfucker like this is what i'm talking about like what uh, and it kind of still blows my mind how they came mainstream. I'm like, they're the total opposite end of the spectrum than what you would expect to be. So, right. I'm like, is that a bunch of older heads? Like, yeah, but it can't be all right. A younger generation gotta dig that shit too for them to be so successful. Yeah, it's weird how like um the younger generation they like some stuff that's lyrical or like really good production but then they just also listen to a lot of trash too mostly right yeah no absolutely, they're really open-minded man. i guess yeah and so and how that could be so mainstream and it kind of gave i mean gave me hope for the, <laughs> the radio yeah. again you know what i mean but the the machine's never gonna stop too on top of that man one thing's popping you know somebody else is gonna make something just like that because of the money you know and that is that's is what it is I'm not gonna hate that hustle at all but that's just not who I'm um like music that really taps into my soul man you know and um and it, it you know stems from the gritty, gritty. It's not just the gritty, gritty East Coast shit, neither. I was crazy into a lot of shit as well. Uh, Snoop, Pac, Dre, man, like they're, they're idols, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. Wu Tang, especially sound um, me forever. That never changed. I still listen to fucking Wu, you know what I mean? I still listen to the first album. Yeah, I listen to it all the time. Really, like for me, um, probably ninety-five percent of the music I listen to is from the nineties. No question, no question at all. But, Either um, that or literally or eighties. Uh, or the yeah, 80s. oh shit, oh, you going back now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's either that I'm listening to, 
or um a majority of stuff I listen to is honestly is, is people I know, man. People around this area. It's just really like it's good music, and it's a plus that you get this these people that you are to and be like, yeah, man, I know where you're from, and you know it sounds great, and and it's just like it's just crazy the movement uh, going on around here, which has happened for years, man. But I think a lot of people are tapping into all the talent that's really in New England, man. Right. So is there any uh, good up-and-coming artists that, that you really like in your area or just in New England in general, like whether they're producers or MCs? Um, up-and-coming, uh, um, I mean... It, Fucking like anyone you're live. hearing about in your area or anything? Like where you uh, Oh, not that not than the usual suspects, you know what I mean? Other than the people I've been fucking with for years. Um as far as anyone around here that that like out or new or fresh, I haven't heard him other than Oh yeah. Uh, yep, other than token man. Um I haven't really. I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm searching for it neither. There could be a, a bunch of that shit that I haven't listened to yet because I'm kind of yeah. when it comes to that. So, do you go to any weekly events or or like open mics or or anything like that? So, uh, before the pandemic, I, I gotta get back to shows, man. And to a show since the. Pandemic, Started, I think, uh, not by my own will. It's the, all the politics behind. You need, need to. Be, oh yeah, need to be vaccinated. You gotta do this, yeah. that, this. So I just said, "Fuck it, man." I'm like, I'm not. What? I'm I'm gonna get this shot so I can go see a fucking show. <laughs> it just right. sounded so crazy to me that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just fall back until this. Shit yeah, I wasn't. Down. I didn't know if they were doing that in mass or not. Yeah, they were doing that. Um, Doing that for a little while, man. You had to show your get in, and then people telling kind of bullshit that like people aren't checking anything. So I was kind of kicking myself in the ass for some of the especially brothers were doing like Latab. I know he had a couple I couldn't make it to because of that reason. Um, you know, he said, "Oh, you can come, but you got to wear mask." Nobody else really has to wear it though, and I'm kind of like, you know what, man, just fuck it. That's of luck and everything. So, as far as networking in person is something, I get back ASAP because that's you really, you know, meet people online is great and everything, but when you're at a show and you actually kick it with somebody, um, you know, discuss hip hop or what beats and whatever. That's how I think you really you know, form a good relationship. Definitely. So I noticed um you did a like a it was either a beat battle or like a track for track battle kind yep. of during the pandemic it looked like. Did you ever do any uh live beat battles before that? Yeah. Um I think yeah that was that was before the pandemic. I think oh, that was, was uh two thousand seventeen. Oh okay maybe I think I, around I, it. Yeah, I must I have so. not looked at the date correctly. I thought it was like 2021 or 20. Oh, I haven't done uh, I haven't done that in a while. That was two beach case. Um, 
I thought that was one you just did online. That's why I was thinking that. Oh, oh okay. With Piro. Me, me and Piro. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we would do a whole uh, person's thing. Um, it would be a great idea, you know, if we had our own New England. You know, and that's when the verses started, started popping off. So, like, so they had a producer going on. Um, P, we go way back, so like it was just like it was just a great that was a great fucking night, and it was the night of my birthday, so I was just celebrating, just fucking shooting the shit with people. We're going, you know, fucking fireball, fireball. It was an awesome experience, man. That's cool. So, you did do some, um, though out, out in public, though, in a live, yep. uh, setting. Yep, did you say you did it once or there was multiple times? Oh. Did it? Um, I saw for one contest, which ended up doing because I made it at the finale. So the first one uh, ended up coming in second place. So the first and second place get to go to the finale. That's when that's when the shit really goes down. It's like you're surrounded by fucking beasts, man. Like I mean, the first one was just like anybody that wants to show up, show up and see what do you. Yeah bring to the table but this one was like all right you made it through the process like this is some shit now and uh there was twice that ended up doing that and um w in the end but I mean, it was just crazy experience man that the student showcase shout out to uh Marin, av uh really good people man and um yeah it's a crazy i mean they they really you have to know what you're doing there's no hiding anything because you're you're not just playing your beats one round you're playing beats just like you know every other battle they'll just be like all right fucking here's a acapella make it 20 minutes better be fire yeah (laughs) it's like I then you know what I'm saying? So like you gotta know your way around your equipment. There's no fake of the funk and shit, man. And and I think that's why it's so much like uh crazy nervous. I never done like that before. I play my beats in front of people and stuff like that, but like actually creating on um time and like the clock's ticking, people looking at you and shit. <laughs> like it's just like a surreal experience, man. Yeah, I actually went to only one beat battle, and this was like 15 or 20 years ago, and it was to uh, support DC the Midi Alien, and uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And oh, so, that's um, what's up, man. He was in the finals, but this guy friggin' uh, was getting beat up, and like they held him over the balcony, and he was getting beat up like in the air, and then they just threw him off the balcony. <laughs> it was so rowdy that night. What, what was the event? I don't know. It was. It was just. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. It was somewhere in Boston. I know that, but <laughs> it was what? just like the it was the rowdiest thing I've ever been to, really, for a oh, live really? show. Really? Oh, shit! That's fucking crazy. I, it must be a different than the one. I mean, the ones I went to was really, really cool. Everybody was getting along together. Nobody hanging yeah, over. Yeah, I feel like that was when they first started, really. Yeah, sure. It was a little more competitive as well back then because yeah. it's when that first started, you know, and. Uh, was it a producer? No, no. It was just um, 
whatever the venue whatever the venue was it had two floors yeah and so there was like a balcony overlooking and uh they were just holding him up in the air before dropping him and and it's like he's just getting pummeled and then thrown down the balcony (laughs) and and down a flight of stairs (laughs) do you know if it was somebody that was in the battle no no he's just some random guy but some random He's like, I'm yeah, never just, going to be battle again. Yeah, I'll just never forget that moment, you know? <laughs> That's definitely something that'll be etched in your memory. So, <laughs> I mean, is he good? Did he fucking die? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, we thought it was going to get closed down because it was just so out of control, but they ended up finishing the night. Easy, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, luckily, I've never been helping, especially for uh, a beat battle. That's right. pretty nuts. That's dope, you know, DC, though, man. I, I've never met DC. Um, <clears throat> shout out to him and Snook. The way the album. Um, that this yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and um, but I've heard DC and Midi Aliens name longest time, man. Uh, uh, back in the day, uh, I know he, he was Amadeus. I think that was my first him uh well do you know ape the grim i've definitely heard of the grim is he is he new hampshire yeah or granite state yeah no uh, Granite. Yeah. no wait, wait. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely heard ape the grim um really familiar with music definitely the name rings a bell though yeah yeah i grew up with all those guys like um static um and uh bug out from granite state they grew up around the corner from me oh that's way dope. back in the day yeah so uh, I saw all those guys come up and it was just uh it was a huge thing to, to just witness, you know, them just get into it and and you know how far they brought it. Yeah, man, especially um back then, you know, and when you when you went for so long, you see them see them grow musically and, and not fucking quit doing what they love doing. It's inspirational. So I meant to ask when you're mentioning the rapping, is there a song that's your favorite that you're rapping on? Uh, we have to shit. Um, honestly, I'll be happy back to 2006. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, a lot of headshots that I loved, but there's a track on the master's truck called No More, which is I only did verse but it's like everybody that knows me from back then like that's their jam man and like it's my jam uh because i think it was because the verse was so i usually don't get that person versus um use writing throughout life as a way to you know shit like if it's for me being fucking angry throughout all those years Man, and um, letting off so something like that that was personal to me. Um, definitely would say stands out in uh, verses I've written. So, did you say before you you just stopped writing like in general, or do you still write once in a while? So, I I write at all anymore. Um, it's just been years, you'd say. I'd say, uh uh, maybe four years, maybe three. Mm. Yeah, it's been about that. And, um, to 19, maybe 2019, around there, I was just kind of like, 
getting really frustrated um people wait for shit i'm really over work um so my lyrics i mean they would become old to me in like a month i'd be like to i'd I'd fucking analyze in every single line i wrote do i really live that what is this what am i trying to say here is that me you know i'm not i'm not just trusting my on what i want to say you know what i mean so that on top of me just not being inspired to write, um, it just it kind of had me staring at my phone, just like waiting for something to happen. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like, why? Why should I force? I why do I need to force this? Who who the fuck do I need to impress with my lyrics? You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't do this right now. Maybe someday I'll I'll get you know a spark of. of my ass it's not writing again but as of right now i'm completely with producing saying mastering i just love all that um behind the scenes shit what i do miss is live shows i'll yeah. I do live shows anytime all right so um we'll wrap it up in a minute i just got a couple more questions i want to be respectful of your time um Let's see. So what are you working on next besides the album dropping? Um, is there anything else you're looking forward to before the end of the year? Yeah. So before the end of the year, um, is probably most likely, uh, next year. Definitely. I've got, um, a project that playing for a while, uh, me and oblivious that really hasn't come to fruition yet. Um, now that I'm done, Loud Noises album. Um, it's it, um, I'll get that done this year, but I, I don't want to rush it. So, uh, that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, and I've been working with La Teb as well. We have a few tracks going on. We're thinking about doing EP. Um, that's been kind of slow moving as well. Again, everybody's got different projects they're working So so when you're totally focused on thing, it kind of gets left in the dust per se. And um, that's something that I didn't want to happen with loud noises is, so I kind of just shut down everything. And I was like, all loud noise until I get this shit out. And uh, now that I'm done with that and I'm happy with it, I'm ready to fucking push that and, um, and clean up on as well so so at least at least one release that i know of for next year uh the headshot album willing come out next year <laughs> as well nice so um let's see uh so the, is the best place to get beats from you on beat stars or to just hit you up directly or is there any other websites did the whole beat stars thing i tried that out it for me um so i've just reverted back to my old doing it which has been working out people just hit me up man a lot of times people just post a beat on instagram and be like no holy shit is that beat available be like hey man i'm really feeling your beats so just hit me up i you know what i mean i usually get an inbox and 
I'll send them some snippets, you know, five to ten snippets. Um, they'll, they'll pick out what they want from. Um, but I do. I'm working on a website right now to actually give people the chance to go through my catalog without hitting up first. You know, waiting to send them. You know, these snippets. Yep. Oh yeah. So I meant to ask: um, Is there a headshots track that you feel like is the most well known from them, uh, or like the fan favorite? Uh, probably, I'd have to go with Public Enemy on that one. Um, the live shows, Public Enemy was a staple last song that we rocked. That's you know, when the crowd like really fucking bananas and really let loose and we just had that track man so people can people can see that and you video you can see how much fun we're having it just takes i think that that's one that definitely stands out um to a lot of people the public enemy track all right so um I have one last question, but first, can you let people know where they can find you online and give any shout-outs you might have? Online, uh, my handle for everything online is Melody Music, M-E-L-L-O-D-E-E Music, and that's at YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and all that shit is Melody Music. Uh, what was the other question? I'm sorry. And do you have any shout-outs? Oh, shout-out? Um, shit, man. Shout out to fucking anybody that's on my album, man. I can't these people enough. Um, you know, I look at it like it's not just my album, it's their album as well. And, um, I couldn't have done it without all those people. Shout out to anybody on there, list everybody. It'll take a long time. But shout out to my brothers, Head Lateb, Slant, INF, Sully, man. Fucking shout out to Hero, fam. Damn, slipbacks, oblivious, fucking <laughs> the whole gang, man. Like, yeah, they're all all good people, man. Uh, we surround ourselves with really good people. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I shouldn't even start it on that list. I don't want to uh, anybody feel right. that thing. I'm a fucking shout out to shout out to everybody that I love, and y'all know who the fuck you are. All right, good answer. Shout out to M Dot overseas right now. Holy shout out. Hot, man that's my brother good people man yeah. all right so um i like to finish off the show this way do you have a top five favorite albums of all time do you think uh, uh, uh off the top of the head which probably could change again uh, it, um after the wu-tang doggy style, chronic that was hot only cuban uh, fucking uh, Sophie. Was that? That's a pretty so. good list. Yeah. <laughs> Some that of those are on my list. No, that was good. Well, thank you uh, for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. And I'm definitely looking forward to this new album. Can't wait to hear it. And you, uh, please keep me posted on everything that you have going on. Man, I, I really appreciate you reaching out to me, bro. It's uh, good shit. You seem like really people's man you just keep doing what you're doing that's um we need we need people like you man all right well thanks a lot have a good night too man peace peace
the Greg Rosier Podcast.